Welcome to Filled to Flourish with Luke and Lauren. Where emotional health takes a stage and your story matters. Hey everyone, we're so glad to have you back on the podcast today. Uh, we are so excited to have our first guest ever. And we picked a pretty special one and yes. he willingly agreed to join us. We have our good friend Casey Lee joining us and I really want to share the exciting part about his life to me. I mean, he's super exciting overall, but um, this year, him and his wife brought triplets, three baby boys into the world, and they are so adorable, and they actually kind of got YouTube famous, so if you want to check them out, um, the channel is Bonnie Lee, and you can... Um, that's on YouTube. That's on YouTube, yeah. yep. You can watch their journey through infertility and then bringing these three boys into the world, so... Um, you want to share a little bit about Casey? Yeah, it's a very special family and a special friend. So we'll be talking with uh, Casey Lee. He's uh, a friend from, we went to school together, had a couple classes together. I think he was a year ahead of me, um, but just a really great guy. He is now a clinical counselor in Columbia, South Carolina. He has his own practice called Rooted Hearts Counseling. You can find him website at Rooted Hearts Counseling dot org dot com dot com <laughs> sorry yes uh, rootedheartscounseling.com is his website uh, he's a licensed professional counselor uh, licensed by the state of south carolina and he's trained as an eft therapist so that's an emotionally focused therapist we're excited to have him on here and to hear a little bit about um, eft but also some of the tools that eft offers and as we were chatting some of these really cool tools really support and piggyback on our previous podcasts. Yeah, I'm so, so excited for our listeners to have this deeper level of um, understanding and more practical tools to help understand this attachment with their partner and how to do relationship in a better way. Yep. Um, so yeah. So welcome, Casey. Well, thank you. Yes. Um, I am so honored to be a part of your uh, podcast and be the first guest. <laughs> no I'm a first guest in history of your yes. podcast. So I am so delighted to be here. And I uh, appreciate you both actually a lot. Uh, I, I, I feel like we can really connect heart to heart um, mm, because yeah. I, I, I feel like our hearts are uh, very much directed the same way. Relationships, attachment, and just the love you guys have for people, um, especially the maybe the people who are, get looked over or the mm -hmm. oppressed. And, yeah. and uh, so I just appreciate you guys and all that you both do. So I, I'm, I'm honored to, to join your work here. Yeah. yeah, thank you, Casey, for that. We love you guys so much. And we'd love to have your wife right beside you, but she's probably yeah. busy taking care of babies. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> send our love to Bonnie. And um, yeah, let's get yes. started. Tell us a little bit about, I'm curious, what, what are the parts that you, what's the rewarding part of counseling for you? And then maybe what's mm -hmm. the part that's really challenging? Mm, yeah, great question. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the rewarding part uh, for me, so I work with um, mainly relationships um, and mainly couples. Um, and, and the rewarding part is being able to help couples slow down and get back to feeling uh, and connecting with the, the love that they have for each other, 
and to help them to send clear emotional signals to each other. Usually it gets jumbled up when all of, um, when we get stuck in a pattern or cycle and all these emotions come up and usually the signals get all jumbled up. So mm -hmm. to see couples be able to be vulnerable with each other and then feel safe and more connected and more secure is extremely rewarding um, oh. it, because it's almost like kind of sacred. Like I get to um, be a part of seeing them really touch e each other, oh. kind of heart to heart moments. So Wow. Uh, so that that's the really rewarding part. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. Yeah, we we've talked like what you just mentioned is a great, so key to relationships. That ability to connect and be vulnerable, and and you said that exchange and something we've talked about is like a bid of that vulnerable bid. It's like a currency within a relationship, and so that's just I, I love that picture that you just painted of. The reward of just seeing people learn again how to love each other because mm -hmm. um, if they're married there was a time where they loved each other mm -hmm. and sometimes in the midst of that jumbled up emotional mess they forget yeah. where where that was, love was where was that connection how do i mm -hmm. pursue this person how do i not protect myself mm -hmm. um so i just mm -hmm. love that picture mm -hmm. and that passion for just connection unity and for people to experience love. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful, Casey. Mm -hmm. Nicely put, man. That was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so on the harder side of things, because mm -hmm. I know being a counselor's wife, mm -hmm. that um, walking with people through mm -hmm. sometimes the hardest parts of their life mm -hmm. is, is a heavy burden as well. So mm -hmm. what would you say are, are, mm -hmm. is a hard aspect of the work you do? Yeah, um, I think for me, uh, personally, the hardest part is, you know, I, I am still learning, I'm still growing, um, there's so much to learn uh, in terms of how to help um, people, especially couples. And some days I have some sessions where I feel like, oh no, like, uh, I feel stuck, right? Yeah. Like, um, and, and you know, I'm learning more to to even validate and to say that out loud in in the mm -hmm. session to say like, hey, wow. like I feel like we're stuck here and it feels really icky. It feels kind of wow. frustrating or even hopeless, right? Yeah. I feel that way. I'm wondering if you guys feel that way. But sometimes I can take it personally, like in the sense like I can the 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 feelings of maybe like inadequacy comes up for me or, mm. or the feelings like, oh, do I really get it? Like there's days where I'm like, yeah, like I'm this is amazing i'm on top of the world and then there's days where like i don't even know what i'm doing i feel like <laughs> yes. I, I, I do right but I, yeah. I feel like i don't in those moments and mm. and so i think those are the hard moments when sometimes maybe the the progress we get stuck a little bit or something yeah. comes up and and we get thrown off and so um but you know my couples are really gracious and they stick with the process with me and mm. and, and i'm grateful for that because it's just like anything in our, it's a parallel process, my relationship with them and their relationship with each other. Yep. When we miss, there's repair. And yep. and I think it's the repair that's really important. Um, mm. And some days I do repair better than others. Right. Sure. Um, yeah. And I think that, that would be kind of hardest. Thing. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And what a, a playing out of the therapy, as you're saying, like, I'm stuck. Mm. Like, how often do we feel stuck in our marriages? Mm -hmm. There's this like, yeah. it's not that I hate him. It's not that I hate her. Mm -hmm. It's not that we don't want to help each other. I don't know what to do next. And there's that vulnerability of like, am I able to say that? And 
or even uh, the awareness of having the awareness that that's what I'm feeling is stuck. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and so you're beautifully giving them an example of a real life exi- uh, experience of mm-hmm. when we're stuck, why don't we just verbalize it? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm the prof- quote unquote professional, mm-hmm. I get stuck. Mm-hmm. And so maybe it's okay for you guys to get stuck. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. the humanity. Yeah, yeah the it humility shows, of that. Yeah. You, like mm-hmm. this is um, counselors and uh, mental mm-hmm. health professionals are just other people on the journey. Mm-hmm. And yes, this is, yes. there's no magic like formula mm-hmm. to working mm-hmm. with each other's hearts. It's complicated yes. and there's going to be mm-hmm. barriers. I was, just, I was, uh, last couple of days have just been hard personally. And I was thinking mm-hmm. today as we're getting ready to do this, I'm like, man, mm-hmm. I'm still learning uh, in this podcast. We're talking about all these like ideals mm-hmm. and these, mm-hmm. but also struggles, but mm-hmm. like even in the midst of the information, there's still like a steep learning curve. Like you were saying, like mm-hmm. I'm still yeah. learning. I'm still, mm-hmm. I have the knowledge, but it gets mm-hmm. messy within my own emotions. There's mm-hmm. vulnerability mm-hmm. is uh, mm-hmm. the questioning my capacity where mm-hmm. our own attachment gets involved. And then our, mm-hmm. our insecurities get involved. And you know, like, mm-hmm. we put up those barriers, even professionally, as we do in mm-hmm. relationships. Like, mm-hmm. I want you to see mm-hmm. me this way. And um, mm-hmm. all of that, is just that process and that journey of what you're teaching them <laughs> mm-hmm. and you're showing them that tool of this is what it takes this is how it works mm-hmm. and it, it's safe because mm-hmm. i just did it and you received me mm-hmm. and you just did it and i received you so maybe your spouse can also receive you mm-hmm. and so it's just mm-hmm. um i think that that's that humility and that humanity that you bring into a session Amazing. Even in our friendship, I've always admired that about you. Just the humility of, um, I was telling Lauren before this, like, I remember doing projects with Casey and this guy is such a, he's, he's, he's a brilliant, he's so intelligent. Um, Looks can be deceiving. <laughs> <laughs> but you are, you do have this humility and it's not a false humility, it's a learning humility. Yeah. I think um, it's because you love people too. Yeah. Like your love is genuine. And so you want, you want to do right by people you want to serve Mm. them well and Mm -hmm. that's amazing Mm. and that's the heart Mm. of a counselor yeah yeah and you know even as you say all these things i'm having i'm finding myself like trying to take in what you're saying you know there's a part of me that's like oh i don't know like i can't i can't receive this kind of thing but i'm trying to take it and so i i I, i'm I'm trying to receive what you're saying and i I appreciate your your encouragement absolutely loving words your vulnerability of that it's like yeah, yeah even now <laughs> i hear you so casey as we jump into eft i really want to hear more about it i have some co-workers that are uh, eft trained and i've had conversations and just i really love the paradigm i haven't been able to be at a training so can you just give us a quick snapshot of what is eft and then we're going to go into some of the specific tools that um, i would like you to talk about more yeah, yeah. I'll try my best to summarize it because <laughs> yeah, uh, there's so much. Yeah, there's so much about EFT. Um, but um, so EFT is based on attachment theory, and I think you guys have talked about some of that in yeah. your podcasts already. Um, but it's just the the belief that we are uh, created to to connect and to bond um, and to need somebody 
and to be interdependent with somebody where they need us and we need each other. Mm -hmm. um, and that need for safety, for comfort, uh, for love, for reassurance is from the cradle to the grave. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't, and it starts when we're born all the way to on our deathbed, right? We, we need each other and, and it's based on attachment theory, that premise. Um, and, um, and it's also very experiential so that we, uh, in EFT, we don't really just only talk about uh, our relationship and the emotions that come up, but it's, we try to experience it in the session. And because, you know, uh, the research shows that like a, a big part of the change is that you can experience something different because mm -hmm. it's like knowing something versus experiencing is, is very different, yeah. wow. especially in your relationship with the person that you love and it's important to you is you can learn about a lot of things about yourself and each other, but it's when you're experiencing a type of connection and a safety and a security, that's when your relationship shifts and your brain gets rewired. Yeah. Right. I think you might have even talked about, uh, there's like your limbic system or the inner brain. Yeah. And then there's your um, prefrontal cortex, which is your outer brain. Yeah. A lot of times, everything that kind of happens is in the limbic system, right? It's, we're just reacting. So, but when you're experiencing something different, your limbic system gets rewired yeah. and which is really cool because our brains can, can be rewired. And that's kind of some of what we try to aim for in EFT is to, to do that. Yeah. So that brain plasticity, you really play on that ability for the brain to be rewired and to change into a new experience. I use the kind of phrase of an intellectual experience versus a hard mm. experience. Right. Yes. Yes. And that's why yes. I hear you describing is mm -hmm. it moves it from the information of I know about love to mm. oh this is what love really feels like. Mm. And, um, and it sounds like EFT has has tools to bring it from that head knowledge to the heart experience mm -hmm. through a process of of tools mm -hmm. and conversations. Um, and mm -hmm. space, a safe space mm -hmm. to experience those yes. vulnerable emotions, those intimidating emotions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, and also, you know, EFT is very much, um, there's a big component also of seeing your relationship, uh, the, the enemy of your relationship in that there's a cycle, mm -hmm. a negative cycle of disconnection okay. or a pattern of disconnection that comes up. Um, but it's a non-pathologizing uh, model because the enemy is not you or the other person. It's we, we, and the cycle is that third thing that comes in a relationship and externalizes the problem. And, right. And it gets us spinning in a circle because um, something you're the person you love, they do triggers you. You feel something inside you react and your reaction triggers their feelings inside yeah. and then they react. And then you go in this cycle. The more they do that, the more you feel this, then the more you, react by doing this, the more they feel that, and the Absolutely. more they do that. And it's like this infinity cycle that yeah. you're just stuck in. Um, and it really drives a wedge and it really brings this connection when the cycle takes over. And so partly is also for us to identify that and to be able to see what happens in your cycle kind of thing. Wow. Mm -hmm. Sounds so good. Why do you think the cycle is hard to see as the, you know, as the client, as the the couple that's struggling? Why do you mm. think it's so hard without that mm. outside perspective sometimes? 
to even know it because it's not like they're foreign to it. They're in that Mm -hmm. cycle all the time. Mm -hmm. They live in it. Mm -hmm. And yet it's very hard to see that. Um, Mm -hmm. Why is that? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Um, You know, I, I think when you're in the cycle and when you get triggered to get into cycle, um, your attachment fears come alive and you sense danger. And when we sense danger, right, we, our brain kind of doesn't work properly in the sense like we, our our prefrontal cortex just shuts down. Like we don't, we can't think straight. Uh, We just react. We're just trying to survive. And so in those moments when we're just trying to survive, we react it goes so fast, like zero to a hundred and like split seconds, milliseconds. Wow. And so yeah. there's no way we can um, see it. Like it makes sense that we won't, wouldn't because uh, we're just in our brain danger. Okay. We got to react to survive and you're, you're, you're in it. Yeah. It makes sense. Absolutely. Matt, it's maddening, but it makes sense why our, our brains do this. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is maddening. And you know, part of it is wired in us for survival, right? right. Like for us to, sense danger and react quickly. It's just when those signals get mixed um, that then we get stuck in that. And it's a good thing, I think, for us. But in our relationship with the person we love and, and, and who we want to lean on and, and mm. connect with, it's, yeah, it is maddening. It is very frustrating. Mm. Yeah. If a lion's chasing us, it's a great thing. If yes. we're arguing with our wife or husband, then mm. that's when it becomes self-defeating right and you need to externalize it and be aware of it and it doesn't become becomes not physically life-saving but it works towards an emotional life-saving mm. and right and it doesn't produce the benefits that it would in my life with that situation right mm-hmm. but at the same time it is a survival skill so mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. that kind of that balancing of um, being compassionate with mm. your the triggers that you were talking about mm-hmm. i love when you just said emotional uh, surviving i think was that mm-hmm. did you say yeah. that yeah yeah that was really nice like i i was like yeah that it is emotional surviving and it made me think you know at those moments even when we're reacting in our cycle our moves in that in our dance at that moment is to actually help our relationship survive it may not look like it, mm-hmm. but you know, if we're if we're say going at, at at the person we love and we're trying to like reach and we're going at him hard, right? And, and we're mm-hmm. really pursuing, we're fighting for connection, right? We're feeling like, uh-oh, like there's a disconnect here. I'm trying to fight for us to survive. Like I, I'm gonna or our relationship to survive and, and I wanna fight for connection because I'm feeling like we're drifting apart here, right? Mm-hmm. And in the other partner, right? Like um they, they might pull back a little bit, right? They might try to like um, tone down the, the uh, turn off or turn down the emotional heat, mm. right? Maybe they, they pull back, maybe they withdraw, maybe they shut down a little bit, maybe they change subjects, maybe they try to go intellectual, maybe they try to explain things, mm. all that to tone down the emotions because they want to protect the relationship, right? Wow. If I don't do this, we're going to keep fighting, we're going to blow up, we're going to hurt each other. Um, we are going to, it's going to be worse for us, right? Mm -hmm. Here we go again. We're going to get stuck in the pattern and we're just going to hurt each other more. So Mm -hmm. I rather just eject, right. And, and, and take it for the team, right. So that, Mm -hmm. so that we don't get further damage, right. Both people are actually trying to 
help the relationship survive, right? So I love uh, Luke when you said that. That really, mm-hmm. yeah, made a lot of sense to me. Mm-hmm. Right? Wow. Uh, I love that picture you 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 paint. I really like the the, the dancing. Tell tell us more about the the dance and that. Yeah, yeah. Paint that picture for us. Yeah, yeah. So the the dance metaphor uh, comes from Sue Johnson, who is the person that that um, basically came up with EFT. Actually, backstory, she came up with EFT by watching like thousands of hours of video of couples um, working in session. And she did her doctoral thesis on that, um, which is crazy. It's like such a, imagine making a model on your doctoral thesis. But anyway, she, <laughs> I know, no thanks, yeah. But she, so she's kind of an incredible woman. Um, but like, she loves tango, like that's what she does. And so she refers relationship as a dance like and there's there's even an EFT tango that we talk about uh, as, as EFT therapists but um so dance is just a great metaphor because I feel like when we're in a relationship my moves just like if we're dancing in tango I've never done tango but <laughs> I can see that you know when one partner moves the other kind of moves with them together um, and and your moves affect each other and impact each other and then the move by the other partner reaction then affects your moves and your whole dance can kind of be uh, directed in a certain way as you push back and forth, right? And actually, uh, we talk about emotion as the music of the dance, you know, and it's the thing that actually cues our movement. Directs the process. It directs, right. It directs our movements, our actions, right? Yeah. Like, wow. is the emotion, it's the music. You know, if you dance with no music it's kind of weird right like but but and then if your music is all crazy and stuff then you're gonna like you know so the music really um determines your dance a lot actually right and so same thing in our relationship the our emotion is the music and it actually affects so much of what we do yeah i like that that's so fascinating yeah because emotion like there could be no words said at a particular time Mm -hmm. and yet the the energy of the emotion can communicate a lot of intensity yeah or, yep. yes. that's, that's really interesting yeah, so just, what's yeah. the dance like what's the idea with dance what's the ideal way to dance to tango with your partner yeah so you know if you're learning to dance you will step on each other's toes right like it, it will happen it's um especially at first it's normal yeah especially at first right um and so it's normal to kind of get tripped up to, you know, kind of go do moves that are kind of off and in relationships, we do that um, because we're human and we're not perfect. And we will do things that can hurt the other person or miss for the other person. And it's really about repair. Um, it's really about being able to, to slow down or our dance and to see how we miss and to be able to share when we're hurt in a vulnerable way um, and for the other person to receive that and, and respond right and repair and so there's you know an acronym um, A-R-E that is kind of helpful to think about and basically they stand for accessibility responsiveness and engagement mm-hmm. if you are emotionally accessible responsive and engage, then repairing can feel easier or safer or even possible. Right? Oh, wow. I love that. Those words are so 
accessible. <laughs> they just make you want to. I mean, those words are, that's a perfect description of yeah. what you want in your partner when there's that brokenness. And I love the externalization of the dance that if you want to be good dancers together, you have to have feedback. Mm. It's not these two people trying to dance separately and read each other's minds so that they can come together and dance well. There's an understanding that if you want to dance together, one, it's going to be sloppy at first. You may step on the toes. You may miss the beat. You may, and you have to learn who's, who's leading at certain times, mm-hmm. how to follow, how to respond. Um, and it takes practice and communication and repair of, oh, you stepped on my toe. Oh, what did you want me to do there? What, what should I have done there? And that coordination and that working together, mm-hmm. but without accessibility, responsiveness, and engagement, mm-hmm. then there's not that freedom to have those conversations. There's not mm-hmm. there's not a place to to talk, and therefore yeah. your dance your dance won't improve. It won't be a pretty right. tango. Right. Yeah. And you know, it's not. We always talk about it's not the contents of what happens; it's yeah. how, it's the process. Yeah. Um, it's the how that that really makes a difference. Um, did you and, did you yeah. first hear that from Wagner, Doctor Wagner? Well, shout out to Doctor Wagner. Um, uh, yeah, sure. That. I don't remember what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. We're Dr. Like Wang, always, love that guy. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. This is not about yeah, the yeah. content of the fight or the issue. It's the process. Mm. And that's been mm. so enlightening. Yes. I love that that's helpful for you and your clients, too. So tell us more about the ARE process. How yeah. Does it play out in a session. Yeah. So, so the ARE is more, that would be like kind of the overarching thing we're trying to get to okay but it's not we don't get to that by directly talking about it okay. it's just how we do the the session that gets there um but you know like in terms of like uh i don't know if we could we should break down like each part like what that means maybe for yeah that'd be uh, great. like accessibility or like questions that are kind of like can i reach you okay um, will you open up yourself to me? And, and am I adequate and good enough for you? Mm. Right? Um, wow. And responsiveness is like, can I rely on you to respond to me emotionally? Can I depend and count on you? Will you come when I call? Do you appreciate me? And engagement is like, uh, do I know you value me and will stay close? Are you emotionally present? Will you let me in? Will you stay with me? Will you accept me for who I am? So those are like kind of like questions that that ring in our mind with each of those yeah. aspects. So so that kind of breaks it down a little bit. But you know, it's don't want to kind of get stuck in the terms really, and right. um, it's just the general feel, right? I mean, yeah. A can lead to R and to E, you know, right. uh, and, and, but it's mm-hmm. it's a more of an organic, dynamic type of thing, right? In general, it's just like. Are you there for me, right? Uh, can I count on you? Are you safe, right? For me to be open and vulnerable with, right? Um, so maybe some of those conversations are the, maybe the couples practicing seeing those bids. Um, when somebody gives a bid and is asking, are you available? Like recovering and saying, you missed my bid for a bit, are you available? Or you didn't respond to me. Like uh, that kind of how those conversations go is maybe not going through ARE, but giving them that voice to throw out the bed and then the voice of you missed, you didn't feel accepted, accessible. accessible. Yeah. Right. So like, 
it's kind of like how how it works is you know like so what um i try to help couples is to to see their dance and that's their cycle that they get stuck in especially if preferably in the room when it's happening right yeah. in real time and a lot of that is you know emotions actually is not just feelings it's really cool like emotions so i'm trying to help couples access and assemble their emotions right um mm-hmm. and so emotions is the cue right something can trigger you so it could be like a harsh tone right like that could be you know or even a look right um mm-hmm. a sigh right anything yeah. then the next part of the emotions is there's the cue and then there's this kind of thing where you're like uh you have a bodily reaction right you might yeah. feel tightness in your chest right like um tightness in your jaw sure. or a pit in your stomach and and then your brain register that as like danger right yeah. and then it goes to the meaning we make at that moment so at that moment that tone says uh oh you know i've uh, disappointed the person i love again right i've i haven't done it right again right like it's never going to be enough right like these the meaning we make right um and then we feel a certain way so it could be fear right like this fear comes up uh oh i'm scared that uh, i'm not adequate here right mm-hmm. uh, i i won't be able to please you and then we react so we could start trying to uh, pull back and and check out or or we can try to explain ourselves or we can say say no, no no that's not that's not it um and so there's like actually a progression it's really cool like a progression of the cue uh, our bodily arousal the meaning we make the feeling we feel on the surface which usually is anger or frustration the feeling we feel underneath a deeper emotion which is usually some type of fear or hurt and then we respond right uh, our own action which then triggers right whatever our response is um so then it loops back and so that's what i'm trying to help couples just um slow down and get in touch with and, and be aware of that connection there um because remember we talked about it just goes so fast that we yeah. don't notice it um mm-hmm. so as they can as couples can kind of get in touch and own their moves in the dance it then becomes at least they can be aware of it and they can interrupt it. No, oh, the cycle is coming up again. You know, up, oh, I find myself about to do this like. Mm. So that's kind of the first part of what we're trying to do. So there's like a language for it with that language comes awareness and looking at how that those interactions play out within the relationship. Right. That's right. that's really good. Yeah. And and a big part is as we they have like as we have awareness of that if then we can then talk and turn to each other and share you know like yeah when you uh whenever i try to talk to you and you yell back at me and then you go to your room and you 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 walk away from me i feel so alone mm-hmm. right like i i feel like i'm not even important to you or you don't care about me and that really hurts mm-hmm. right um and my I I know I get angry and I come at you and I I criticize but that's all code for me saying that hurts right mm-hmm. that that's really hurtful and, and that's really scary when you pull away and I don't know when you're going to or if I can come back and connect with you right mm-hmm. um and so when couples can talk about that in that type of way then um and the other person can slow down and hear it 
then there's a kind of a repair there, right? Or we call it a corrective emotional experience. Like it's an experience where it was, it's like the opposite of what we experienced in those moments. Um, and that's where the brain's being rewired, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That is yeah. so amazing. I can't help but think of ourselves as babies when you say those mm-hmm. questions. Mm-hmm. Like, are you there? Can I trust that you'll not leave me? Can I like all of those, all of those questions? That's what we've asked from the beginning of our lives. Mm-hmm. And I love that yeah. you said from the cradle to the grave, like these are mm-hmm. things we need from our Mm. intimate relationships from the very Mm. beginning and Mm. those questions are just I mean I wanted to like be loud and and yell and scream when I heard you (laughs) saying that because they're so beautiful like this Mm. is the heart of humans Mm. to know that um Mm. do you see me do you care Mm. am I important enough Mm. for you to lean Mm. in instead of walk Mm. away Mm. it's just it's so beautiful Mm, yeah yeah there's something like that just kind of sinks in if we could really let that in right if we can slow down and really take in those questions and that the 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 weight behind that wow it's just i think there's just something very true or right or or something just clicks like that i think throughout no matter what you know race gender nationality culture whatever like you click with it i think it's just being human that's right um, yeah, it transforms all, it transcends all those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It just, it's a, a foundational need. You mentioned, as we were talking earlier, like before we got started, you mentioned the the ABCs mm. of a relationship or ABCs or EFT. How does that fit in? Yeah, yeah. The ABCs are um, basically acceptance, belonging, comfort, and safety. Right. Um, those are things we all long for in our relationship. And they are actually the, the foundational blocks to feeling more secure in our relationship um, with someone close to us. Right? They are elements that we all long for and look for um, with somebody we love, right? To be accepted, to feel like we belong, to be able to receive comfort, to feel safe, like these are things that allow us to be truly us in our relationship with yeah. another person. Um, A-R-E is kind of like the questions that we ask each other, the the dance that we play with each other, the interactions that kind of has relation to that. And the ABCs is like, is the environment this? Because if the environment is this, then we can mm. have conversations of, I mean, I guess taking mm. the, the tango even further, like mm. ABC is like the, <laughs> the the dance floor and mm. the mm. are is is the dance happening on the floor mm. without mm. abc's are isn't happening mm. Mm. wow man you're yeah you're like uh helping me to see all this put together i love <laughs> luke how you are just how your mind's working to yeah. conceptualize things and picture things mm-hmm. that is so so powerful. beautiful yeah so powerful yeah it's so simplistic not easy but simplistic. Mm, yeah. Like, yes. I want to feel accepted, belonged, comfort, and feel safety. Like, what mm. spouse is going to argue with mm. right. that that's not a need? Right. Like, no, I don't want to feel accepted. Yeah. I don't want to belong. I don't want to comfort yeah. or safety. Uh-huh. No, yeah. everybody yes. wants their spouse to mm-hmm. facilitate that environment. Mm. So, if I want mm. it, I'm sure my wife wants it. 
So can I give that to her? And it's that, that again, that dance, if I give it to her, she's going to want to give it to me. And we, we feel this. And as we mm -hmm. feel this, we can have these conversations of, I felt hurt. I felt rejected. Mm -hmm. You missed me. Mm -hmm. Because I already know you accept me. I already know you belong comfort mm -hmm. your safety, which mm -hmm. is the questions mm -hmm. that we, we ask growing up. Right. Um, in any relationship is, can I trust you? Mm -hmm. And underneath that is the ABCs. We can play that, then we can have mm -hmm. the conversations of, have that dance of yeah. being accessible, res responsive, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. engaging, engaging with each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that uh, I was just thinking also, like, to if we had, if we felt ABCs, right? Accepted, belong, comforted, safe, then it is easy for us to be more open to, to slow mm -hmm. the, the whole dance down. Yeah. But if we can have those moments of, of uh, experience where we are able to take a risk and be vulnerable, we also then feel more accepted, the belonging and the comfort and the safety. It, mm -hmm. It's kind of like it loops. It's like a loop, right? Um, yeah. And really, it takes sometimes just taking that risk, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and being vulnerable, because we, I don't think we ever feel all four of those things fully. Right. Never. Always a work in progress. And sure. it's... Yep. It's scary sometimes, you know, uh, you know, to take a risk to get to those four things um, is uh, it could be risky and, and scary. And and sometimes if, if those things are so entrenched and we get stuck so much and and we feel like we have haven't had success in being vulnerable, mm -hmm. um, then then it's much harder to do. It's much harder to take that risk. It's much harder to lower our guards. And, yeah. and so I think that's sometimes where the, the therapists can come. Um, in to really help create and that's what we're trying to do in EFT is to create safety yeah. wow. and I'm kind of the in-between person I do the ABCs for for each person in between as I help them to slow down and to to try doing and to keep doing it and to process what happens and to, wow. to go through and, and, and then offer the ABC to each person in between um, so it is hard right it is um it's a hard thing to get to, but it's so beautiful, like you yeah. guys said. And what I'm also hearing is that's where like the earned, we talked about the earned secure attachment. Mm -hmm. that even with an insecure attachment, you can earn it when you have these things, but it takes that vulnerability. It takes that mm -hmm. risk. It takes that extra effort and, and being hurt sometimes because mm -hmm. our spouses are going to mess or bringing in a third party and saying, can you be my safe person while we hash this out? Yeah. Um, yeah. And earning that, having those conversations more to reprogram your brain mm -hmm. and start having those experiences of being secure. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. that's so helpful to hear you say, like, you don't have to have it to get more of it. Right. You mm -hmm. can create nice. it, you can yes. tap into it. And the very nature of tapping into it and creating that safety will then have that ripple effect of creating more. Yep. So mm -hmm. it's not, it's not hopeless. Right. Mm -hmm, right. You can create a, a positive cycle or a pattern or dance, right? Just yeah. as there's a negative cycle of disconnection mm -hmm. by you taking that risk. And, and if it lands okay, like good enough, right? And it's mm -hmm. kind of like, we just have to do it good enough kind of thing. Then yeah. we are able to create a new pattern, uh, uh, which then it can build on itself as well. Wow. So, that's so good. This this has been really good. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about like, I'm glad you brought up the earned attachment because I'm thinking mm. like, do you have a any more um, pieces of 
encouragement to people listening who who maybe have realized um, as they've been listening to our podcast that they do have an insecure attachment style that mm-hmm. they didn't you know form that mm-hmm. that healthy secure yeah. attachment from the beginning and mm-hmm. that they struggle in their relationships because of that you know we try to be really mm-hmm. honest but we don't yeah. want people to feel hopeless um, yes yes so I think it's uh, the awareness mm-hmm. of that is really mm-hmm. helpful to moving mm-hmm. out of that place, pursuing that healthy mm-hmm. attachment. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Would you, what would you say to those people who feel like mm-hmm. they're realizing maybe for the first time ever that maybe mm-hmm. their, their beginnings, beginning attachments weren't as, as robustly healthy as they thought they were mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. affected their lives and their spouse, yeah. the relationship with their spouse. I would have to say you're not alone. Like I'm, I, I, I can, I can feel the exact same thing you feel. I, I wrestle with that with my wife. Um, we get into our patterns. In fact, if you love someone and they matter to you, you will get into some type of pattern. Mm. It's just what it means to be human. Yeah. So what you're going through is normal, and it sucks. It's it's painful sometimes when you're in it but it's normal, right? You're, you're not, there's not something wrong with you. It, it, this mm. is just what it means for you, for you to be human in an imperfect world. And, you know, like attachment, uh, I think it's a strategy. It, it's moldable. Uh, the, 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 our, our coping strategy and our attachments, the way we, we do our attachment, it's attachment strategy, mm. meaning um, we do it for good reasons, right? So whatever your moves are in your dance, you have good reasons for it, right? And whatever you feel, you have good reasons for how you feel, what you feel, why you feel what you feel. They just impact the person you love, right? And then they have their own ways of um, strategizing how to react. And there's good reason. We have our strategies to protect. And I just want to say we are trying to do the best we can for our relationship in those moments um, to protect it, to make it better. It's just we get lost, right? Mm. Um, but you are, I think we're trying the best we can. So, so I want to encourage, uh, I guess, people with that is there's good reasons for why you feel what you feel and what you do. Um, and you're trying the, your best, I know, to help. And sometimes we get stuck, right? Yeah. And, um, but if, if you're even noticing these things, that's a huge first step, right? Mm-hmm. To even to notice and acknowledge it is, is huge. That is such a good word. Yeah, so compassionate. Yeah. So good. Thank you, Casey. We have so enjoyed this talk, so enjoyed your insight, your sharing of your your experience, your um, expertise, um, and some new language of how to talk about um, attachment and relationships and how to pursue that health in relationship. So just thank you again. This is uh, Casey Lee. He has a practice in Columbia, South Carolina. Check him out at rootedheartscounseling.com we might need to have you back yeah i would love to be back yeah you you i I love you both and your hearts and even just the the material you guys are are talking about uh, really resonates with my heart and Mm. um and i feel like you guys make me feel safe you you guys bring the best out of me when we're Mm. when we're together talking so i appreciate Yeah. yeah That's you guys for that it's been yeah. such a joy thank you so much casey yes yeah, thank you so much it's been a great time yeah. we'll see you next time 
While it is a joy to provide our podcast content as a source of life enrichment, please note that information shared is not intended to replace or contradict any professional therapy or medical advice.